gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is gayish. <laughs> The podcast that wishes Grinder would let you rate and tip your hookup like Uber. Oh. Can you imagine if you'd be like, how many stars you get? Like, you got a $2 tip, and you're like, all right, that was good. This is a, an inch and a half tip. <laughs> <laughs> this is the follow. This is the digital tip for the post cursor of a getting like real a, tip. Getting a report card on how I no, think it would be. Just I do the not worst. want this. I do not, not at all want this whatsoever. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And Kyle, Mike, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. It is when this episode releases Valentine's Day. So, yeah. So I'll be sad. And I'll be myself. <laughs> sad on the inside. <laughs> that sounds like me, regardless of what's going on. Uh, and today we're going to talk about romance. Romance. Ooh. P- putting the man in romance. <laughs> putting the ants in romance. Because <laughs> romance feels like ants are in your heart. Doing a ballerina move. You really need to see a doctor. I'm a writer. <laughs> Can't you tell? Um, First, but, but first, first, I want to read an email because I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. And I think I just need something happy and a, a, little, a little bit of a pick me up. It's, it's it's crazy snowing here in Seattle. Yeah. So much snow. How many inches did we get, Mike? Not nearly enough. <laughs> That's always the case. I know. <laughs> that not for me, for you, but not for me. Um, yeah. It's like zongers over here. This is like the most snow Seattle has ever had since dinosaurs or something yeah it never snows here and when it does it's not very much and then it usually goes away within a couple of days yeah. and it's really late for us to have snow much less this much much less for this many days and this place goes fucking crazy yeah people lose their shit here yeah. when there's snow yeah which it's hilarious to me i drive a jeep and i grew up in snow i'm fine <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing or i've fallen down several times this weekend par for the um, course <laughs> that's about average that's true um i think that the snow is just like god jizzing all over us to remind us global warming isn't a thing oh. it's cold here yeah yeah global warming can't be real right. um yeah Okay, email, pick me up, happy. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Tito Burrito. Tito Burrito? <laughs> Tito Burrito, the Tito Burrito. That, like, is that how they signed the email? Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, Tito Burrito. Tito, <laughs> Mr. Burrito. Mr. <laughs> Senior Burrito. Senior <laughs> Burrito. Um, I am a new, I'm a new listener and I've been binging your podcast during work and living all caps. (laughs) Be sure to purge afterwards. (laughs) No. (laughs) Binge and purge live and well, don't die. Just, I guess just keep living no matter what. Okay. After hearing about Tuvlo, Mm. my favorite artist. Yeah. Um, I had to explore some more, uh, went on YouTube and found disco tits by Tuvlo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Mind blown. And the, these lyrics aren't even suggestive. They are just directly sex. Thanks for suggesting bring up Tuvlo. Also woof. <laughs> Tito. Yeah. Bark. Tito burrito. <laughs> I don't know. Dog noise. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so thanks for, we um, get lots of stuff, so thanks for writing in. We read 
most of before we said we read all of it now i'll say we read most of it but i will say at least one of us reads everything that's true that's true but it's gotten to be like if i see that kyle has read something already Mm. why bother yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah okay do you want to do news yeah sure let's do the news i'll bring us right back down oh no okay so 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 fantastic okay uh so this week the tennessee house of representatives entered a bill called the tennessee natural marriage defense act and the bill declares that the 2015 u.s supreme court ruling in favor of equal marriage does not apply in tennessee (laughs) okay (laughs) as the state's constitution defines marriage as between one man and one woman so basically the legislature has created a bill saying they don't agree with the constitution and how shit works we don't we don't agree with the authority of this so-called Supreme Court. <laughs> right. The Supremes, they're so gay, we don't we don't follow them at all. Yeah, the only thing I think that Supreme is the Tito Burrito. The Supreme Burrito. <laughs> from Taco from Bell. From Taco Bell. Now um, at your local Taco Bell, find a store near you by going to gayishpodcast.com <laughs> and then just driving there. Oh, God. It's just... It's just... To like be serious about it for a second, if this actually goes to the Supreme Court and if it gets a hearing and isn't just struck down immediately as no, we fucking ruled. <laughs> we already did stop this. it. Yeah. I'm very, very worried. I'm very, very mm. worried. The, the 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 composition of the court has shifted dramatically right and it is entirely possible it would be within their power to let this case come before them and reverse mm. Obergefell. That absolutely could happen. It shouldn't happen. This sort of brazen, fuck you, we do what we want bullshit, we have a long history of that, and the Supreme Court has a long history of smacking it down Mm. and saying, you know, no. Like, we are the Supreme (laughs) Court, fucking deal with it, is usually the answer. I'm just, I'm super worried that that's not going to be the answer this time. To, like, write in, like, we don't, like we don't have to follow the <laughs> Supreme Court is a bold. Like, are they secede? This is their secession. Like, it has to be, right? Yeah, I guess. I oh don't... my god, that's crazy. Yeah, it's just it's really scary. Yeah, it's really scary, and it just makes me wonder. Like, what else don't you like? Tennessee? Yeah, wh- like, what else <laughs> don't you want to do? <laughs> Let's write a bill about that. We're not sending any senators because we don't like <laughs> we the don't Senate. Want to <laughs> um, the the weird thing is the Tennessee what. Would you say the House of Representatives yeah. or something? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that's just made up of like a tractor and a golden retriever. So, <laughs> you know, we <laughs> only take that <laughs> with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, it It's Tennessee. Don't they have to run it by Dolly Parton, too? Like before it goes anywhere? <laughs> yes. Her boobs have to rule yes. on whether it's allowed or not. <laughs> She's like that chick from Mean Girls. She feels it was like there's a 30% chance that this can't even go to the Supreme Court because they already decided. Oh, God. Okay, um, yeah. Is there anything more to say about that? Stop it. I mean, you said it. Stop it. it. Just Just stop. 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 Just stop. In the name of gay love, before you break our marriage. Gay people are a thing. We're not going anywhere. We're people and we deserve rights. Fucking just get on board with that shit and stop your goddamn horse shit bullshit. Yeah. Give me a reason it shouldn't happen that does not include the Bible. Right. Or you feeling icky. Or you thinking it's gross. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, So, more 
tomfoolery, more shenanigans <laughs> in state government. Wyoming Republican lawmaker Lynn Hutchings is facing a formal complaint after meeting with a group of 10 LGBT-identifying young students, the youngest of which was 14. These okay. are mostly high school students. Okay. Uh, she met with them. They are all uh, from Cheyenne Central High School in her district in Wyoming. And uh, the group that put together this opportunity for these gay kids, these queer kids, to meet with their senator alleges that during the discussion, she asked, quote, if my sexual orientation was to have sex with all of the men in there and I had sex with all of the women in there and then they brought their children and I had sex with all of them and then brought their dogs in and I had sex with them, should I be protected from my sexual orientation? She said that to a bunch of queer kids. What kind of parties are you having, lady? <laughs> I rarely have the opportunity to have sex with all the men, much less women, children, and dogs. Oh. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This just, um, it's just unacceptable. No, oh yeah, absolutely. How do we fix it? You, can, you can't fix that kind of stupid. <laughs> I, I don't think, like, gay people are not pedophiles. Gay people are not practicing bestiality. Yeah. Fucking stop. Yeah. I mean, it's like to that. I think, I mean, they just have to meet gay people. Like it's this weird, it's what was it like after the, uh, remember the thing with the kid where he was like, right. Like facing the native American dude. And there was oh, a yeah, video. The and that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after that, someone was suggested like, well, like the only way to help this situation is to, um, get, these types of kids to visit people that are different than them, that are non-white, that are, you know, don't have the same advantages or not like, and then someone else replied and was like, we are not your like testing ground to just like go introduce crazy racist people and like make them better. So like it's, which I can see both sides of like, you have to meet people to understand they're not like, I'm not out fucking dogs most nights. Yeah. All, all nights. Right. All, all, mostly all, every all nights, but I mean, never say never. Um, yeah, I could see wanting to, you know, have them meet people. But then again, like, yeah, I don't want like this homophobic bitch, like talking to kids that are impressionable. Like yep. it has to be adults that they have to interact with because kids just need to hear the message. Like you're perfect. You're, you're great. Stay who you are. Love who you want. God damn it. Well, this bitch uh, uh, is uh, on the record here not too long ago. It was in 2013. She opposed domestic partnerships mm. in Wyoming. And in that speech, she said, quote, it is but a choice. Being black is involuntary. It's not a choice. Homosexuals may choose who they want to be. Mm-hmm. 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 Right? And I choose gay. This is, I never understood this about the, like, it's a choice argument. So fucking what? I mean, it, right. it's not a choice. But if it were... What the fuck does it matter? Like, how does that change your argument? Let if it's a choice, I'm still I still want to do it. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's say it is a choice. Then like, so what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because they think it's icky and they think it's wrong. Yeah. And they they think that's icky. They think bestiality is icky. Then everything that's icky like goes in the same category. They don't hate the sinner, Kyle. They hate the sin. <laughs> they they are the sin. Yeah sinners sinners you're the sinner casting stones everywhere anyway okay uh so enough about cunts let's now talk <laughs> about the last story i have for you today that's not true i turned a story into a segment 
Oh, okay. Um, but the last story that I have for the news part here up at the top of the episode is that there is a character on Andy Mac. The character's name is Cyrus Goodman. Who's Andy Mac? I don't know. It's it's fucking Disney. Disney oh, shows. All of the Disney shows are like just the name of some person. Hannah Montana and Andy Mack and Tom and Jerry and <laughs> Alice B. Cooper and like all of these all of these just names and like yeah. you're supposed to keep Lizzie McGuire. I don't fucking I just it's Disney. Yeah. Even Stevens. I don't think his last name was Stevens. Anyway. <laughs> Is he Stevens? Even Stevens? Wasn't that the name of the chick on uh on, on uh Grey's Anatomy? No. Izzy Stevens. Oh, Izzy. Yeah. Izzy. What's her last name? Izzy something. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Back to Andy Mack. Andy Mack is this show on Disney. Apparently, it's a big fucking deal. There's a character named Cyrus Goodman. Last year, he came out, but... As? Gay. Oh. I was wondering, gay or dog fucker. It's going to be one of the two. Right. Well, I mean, the jury's out. It could be both. (laughs) Could be both. That's next year's episode. (laughs) Uh, But this year, on on Friday's episode, February the 8th, uh, on the Disney Channel... He became the very first Disney character ever in any format to utter the words, I'm gay, period. And huh. um, it was wrapped up in a, like, kind of a joke because it, it's at his, um, he's also Jewish and there's a, um, a ceremony because his grandmother uh, just died. Um, so they're sitting Shiva or whatever. And uh, he is like introducing his friends to this like buffet of food and like that's gefilte fish skip that and i'm gay and then, like mo- like just kind of wedged it into the conversation but is like it's it's a big deal yeah like, disney disney for a long time i think has fought the culture to um so as not to offend anybody mm-hmm. like you know there's a bunch of white christian people in the middle of the country that fucking love mickey mouse <laughs> and the last thing that they can do like from a business perspective is alienate those people by pushing the homosexual agenda so um it's interesting that disney is coming around and now they've allowed a character to say the words i'm gay yeah on the air i think it's pretty fucking cool yeah that is great it's still shocks me when things are like the first time like is it really the this is this really the first like i just if you would have asked me i would have assumed it happened 10 years ago but yeah i'm also not 14 anymore so i have no idea who alex mack is but like i just andy andy maybe was there an alex mack when i was a kid she turned into a puddle of water she could like transform into a puddle of water to like go through doors or wherever water goes <laughs> hey hey this, this idea is gold kyle no wait it was already listeners a thing. don't steal it it was already a thing i mean if it's already a thing then fine but well, if, well it'll if, get a on the off soon. chance that it's not no and you are just coming no. up with a brand new idea it's real the secret world of alex mack was a Al- television series okay in uh it ran on nickelodeon from 94 to 98 they didn't wow. even like have a creative name that they came up with they were like what if alex mack had a daughter Alexis Mack or what? what Andy. Andy Mack. <laughs> um, she did transform into like a blob of water type shiny. Yeah. She had telekinesis. She could shoot electricity from her fingers and she had the ability to dissolve into a mobile puddle of water. Kyle's right. <laughs> Don't sound so surprised. Um, well, well, that's really cool. Thanks, Disney, for finally, yes. finally coming aboard. Better late than never. Yeah. Just like a period. <laughs> <laughs> also, see our episode about Disney, <laughs> which is episode... See our episode about periods. 
episode 203 <laughs> when we're out of ideas. <laughs> well, we have to talk about vaginas. Okay. Uh, should we talk about romance? Yeah, let's talk about romance. <laughs> Don't be too excited. Yeah, whatever. How, uh, is this, uh, is Valentine's Day going to be weird for you? Is it going to be fine? I think it's going to be fine. So, like, uh, Trevor and I never really celebrated Valentine's Day. I mean, we would do, like, maybe we'd have dinner or we would, like, hang out or something. But it wasn't, like, with my fucking ex-wife, man. Like, I had, like, don't fuck it up. Mm. Valentine's Day mm. is around the corner. Do not fuck it up. I want I want, I want, want these flowers. I want them to de- be delivered to me at work. I want this for dinner. I, like, she's, like, wow. Valentine's Day was a big fucking deal. The cause of a lot of anxiety for me. <laughs> and uh, Trevor was the polar opposite of that. Mm. So, uh, it's not... Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not great. It's not great seeing everybody that is in a relationship all happy and doing whatever, but, uh, it's going to be fine. I'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. It's just Thursday. Mm. That's good. Yeah. I've, I'm not sure if we're doing anything, but like, we'll. it's, it hasn't been a huge deal so far and I don't know, we might like have dinner. Or I ordered a gift from Amazon when I was drunk, so we'll see what that is. Great. When it comes, we'll both be interested when he opens it to see what it is. And um, But I do know that, like, in the past, yeah, without a... Like, I always was like, okay, Valentine's Day is fine. I can just ignore it. But then all of a sudden you see, like, it's all, like, the ads and the marketing and the stuff there. It's just, like... Not only is it like love, it's straight love, so it's easy love that you see all over. And it's just, like, get... Don't shove your heterosexuality down my throat. Yeah. Unless you're the dude part of the relationship <laughs> and your heterosexuality is your penis. Yep. In which case, just you know, shove cho- it. Choke me a little. Choke me. First. Shove it down. I'm speaking for you. I like that's you would want that. Have the, you ever been choking. choked? No. Do you uh, do you have any kind of inclination to want it? No. Okay. Well, hold on just one second. <laughs> Let me reach over the table here. Happy okay. Valentine's Day. Don't touch me. <laughs> That's a I good do, rule I, for everyone. <laughs> Until someone asks you to choke them, I, you know, sometimes would just have to like grab their hand and put it on my neck mm. and just be like, like, go, go. Like do it for them. For yeah, little, yeah. Just bit. so they get the idea that it's cool. I imagine that'd be something that you'd be like, you know, what? really? You sure? Um, it was like you talking about biting penises, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just not like, a thing that you jump in and like, do. Just like nibbled like a little <laughs> snack at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some kinks you gotta like, you gotta like work your way up to see yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what the tolerance is. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, should I say something? I don't know. How, how I'll do you say wanna, something. How do you want to slice this? Um, yeah, I'll talk. Okay. Um, yay podcasting. Yay podcasting. <laughs> Mostly talking. Um, I'm going to tell you about gay romance novels. Ooh. And speci- Ooh. <laughs> specifically, why are there so many, why are so many gay romance novels written by straight women? First, I didn't know that they were, but there, apparently they are. I, telling me. Yes, I am <laughs> telling you. I like have noticed this. I don't know why. Like, it's just like, popped up in my like brainosphere like seeing these things on the internet of like you like fisted the air and didn't twinkle i don't know why that's my like just i'm like feeling out for the word in the air um and i clearly found it brainosphere it was brainosphere brainosphere yeah um Mm -hmm. and i'm like 
there, yes, it's something I've noticed on like gay romance. So many of them are written by straight women. Like it's just when you see, where do you get your gay romance novels? Uh, like, how do you know this? Uh, I don't know why I know this. Um, you know, just cause sometimes on Twitter, women post about gay romance novels. Okay. I, don't, I don't, I really don't know, but I, I have noticed it, but Oh wait. Did I interrupt you? Were you going to say no, something no, about I, it? I interrupted you. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> well, our friend Carly, her friend Meg writes erotic fiction. And a lot of times the characters are dudes banging hmm. each other. So I guess it's not that surprising. Hmm. Like you, if you actually, if I've met somebody that is a woman that writes gay male erotic fiction, then hmm. it must be fairly commonplace. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the idea of straight women writing gay romance novels? Good, bad, do you care? Um, I think it's problematic. Why? Because first I wonder about the authenticity of it. Mm. Like, I don't know. Gay sex and straight sex are so totally different for me. Mm -hmm. But then maybe that's just because I'm gay. Yeah, but <laughs> but like, I, I just... <laughs> that's true. Your straight sex was very different than, yeah, because you didn't... Oh, let me flip the script instead. It would be very, very difficult for me to write erotic fiction from the perspective of the woman mm. and accurately depict the feelings involved, the physical sensations involved, because I don't have a vagina. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the like, I, I, I think I don't know what it's like to be a woman in this society. I, I you know try to be a feminist and a good ally and all of that, but I don't actually know what a woman's life is like. And the corollary must be true also, right? Like she doesn't have, if you're, if you're a woman writing a gay male erotic fiction, you don't have a penis and you don't have like, if you identify as female, you don't have male feelings or experiences. Yeah. I just, I don't know. So I read this article in Electric Lit, uh, which is published in 2018 by Foster Rudy, um, who was a book reviewer and found this phenomenon as well, that why are there so many straight women writing gay romance? Um, apparently... To clarify, what we're talking about is technically called male-male romance novels because gay romance is written by gay men for gay men doesn't necessarily involve a happy ending. So if you are a stickler for the verbiage, then this is male-male romance. See, now that, for some reason, the intended audience matters to me. Mm. Like women writing dude-on-dude -dude sex mm. for each other makes a lot of sense to me oh really yeah i mean that's like dudes watching lesbian porn makes a lot of sense yeah it's like oh i'm gonna pretend like this is what they really do they're fucking just because and then if a guy walks in they'll be like oh there was no penises before and now we're yeah want to put it in us yeah like i want to find a man that treats me like adam treats steve well he left eve for steve right this oh <laughs> right okay <laughs> got it <laughs> got it i was like i don't think we have the same friends okay um, Bible. Okay. So you're right that the audience is mostly straight women. The person writing this Foster Rudy says that this is basically using gay men as a prop, which they have been the gay best friend. Like they are there not for their own humanity or their own right, their own value, but to help other people get something out of them, which is the, you know, the, Jizz. ripped jizz <laughs> get something out of them jizz that's true <laughs> that's really what we all want from men isn't it ladies 
fuck flowers. Just get that jizz. <laughs> Why did I cross myself out saying that? I like jizz and I'm fine telling people, but I just, it was weird. Okay. Um, she, oh wait, I don't know the gender Man of this person. Gravy. Oh no. Horse chowder. Horse chowder? <laughs> Stomach pancakes? I don't. Oh, I, okay. I've heard stomach pancakes, but I think that's the the nosh from your kibosh. Crotch snot. Ew. <laughs> oh, a, a downtown sneeze? <laughs> um, this is great episode so far. This is odd. Um, okay, so the um, Rudy says, quote, in this dynamic which I see enacted in gay romance novels, the truth of the man's queerness is erased because the character is gay only in the ways the straight woman author can imagine. Yeah. She censors his sexuality by filtering it through a heterosexual lens. And so you're exactly right. The idea of like it coming from a straight woman's perspective, they don't have that richness, that depth of the experience. It's like, but what if they push their nipples together? But like, I, don't, I don't think the word censor is the right word. I would take umbrage with that. I'm sh- I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'm sure there was to be one word that you would umber at so yeah. fiercely. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it's uh, it's not censoring, but it is. Um, in- unless it is, in- unless like she knows that some dudes are into choking and chooses not to put that in there. Because even that's it- not like censoring though. Censoring would be like grabbing our literature. Well, I mean, it could be censoring in the fact that like. If theirs is the one, straight women's is the romance novels that are getting sold. It's not even, I don't know. You're right. But the idea being it's limiting the actual queer perspective. And yeah, so um, what this writer suggests of this article is they want uh, more LGBTQ authors writing about their LGBTQ characters for a wider array of audiences, including straight women. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, I think that's a, we're seeing, I think a big push for that in general of like people that actually are the thing representing that thing, like whether it's acting or writing or what have you. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I liked, there were a few questions that writers can ask themselves. Uh, why am I writing this? Who is my reader? Am I adding something valuable to my genre? And is this story mine to tell? Which I like that last one particularly. Um, hmm. And hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that if, you know, you can have a range of answers to that, but I think that's just a good like thought exercise as you're writing. That's interesting. You, I feel like that's what you say when you don't like something. I'm, I, I was, I was, I was doing a, oh God, am I going to use this right? Oof. Maybe I should be drinking. <laughs> I was going through an exercise of reductio ad absurdum and. Sure. Why not? Does that does that mean that you can't write about anything normal because it will inevitably involve people that you aren't? Mm. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, unless, unless unless I write some sort of fiction where like we're on a on a planet somewhere where all of it is just gay dudes, then like <laughs> you know, then okay, great. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I think well, like does this mean you can't have a black character if you're not black? No. Yeah, but it, it does add extra pressure or like added effort that the author needs to take to make sure they're understanding their experiences and not just writing from a place of stereotypes. So 
like actually, but then again, like this, so that um, Rudy actually said that in the article and it's like, well then actually even, even by doing that, they are then still using gay men to legitimize their own work to sell this gay romance. So I think Rudy is like, wh- like uh, on the more extreme side, which I think that's an interesting voice and i probably fall closer to the middle. Okay. Um, but one thing I did here, this is about trans actors playing trans roles in general. I'm like, well, you know, that that's like a big thing of like gay LGBTQ people playing LGBTQ roles and straight people not taking roles away from them. And it's like, I don't necessarily totally agree with that because like gay dudes should be able to play straight dudes. Like, I don't want them to be like, well, you're not straight, so you can't play that. Like, right. Um, right. But then that's also not a minority. That's true. That's true. I, I mean, I, I think the, the goal is more LGBTQ representation and to say gay people have to play gay roles is not the way that could be one way to think about it, but it, yeah. the goal is just more. This gets rough, actors. right? Because they're, they're, they're disabled people. There are people of color and um, I can't, I can't speak for them, but looking at, looking at the gay thing, I would rather have an awesome movie with all of the money of real Hollywood studios behind it and have a straight person play the main gay character then not have the movie made at all because there was no star power or factor that was associated with it. Like hmm. if the movie was done correctly. Well, right? yeah. And I think that's like, so we should like the root of the issue is like, okay, if we don't have any of those kind of Tom Hanks level gay stars, mm-hmm. um, then why is that? Oh, it's because we don't have, enough gay actors being represented in parts. So we need to like, it's not that we need to like throw someone into a movie that needs a, you know, giant leading man. They need to like start at the beginning of it and help LGBTQ people pursue acting, yeah. make sure they have equal representation in casting calls, a diverse set of people selecting those people. Like, I think there are different things we can do than just saying gay characters have to be gay or just put Matt Bomer and everything and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the okay and Russell Tovey Ooh. I'd choke his ears yeah. um okay the okay Good luck <laughs> I don't know that you could win <laughs> Kyle be Russell Tovey's ears <laughs> um okay the reason I brought up all that is because trans people I think is a little bit different and I like asked someone I just on like Reddit or something just like help me understand this you know what's and it's like to have cis men play the role of a trans woman says that trans women are men with dresses like that that goes to almost reinforce a stereotype about them that gay men don't have that like we it's a very different thing so i i do agree that trans people should be played by trans actors okay well the corollary to that are gay guys just straight guys that suck dick then if a straight actor plays them yeah okay (laughs) great <laughs> Next up, we're all straight until we <laughs> suck that. Di- no, that's actually you can suck dicks and be straight or gay. Um, yeah, I think like we have less of that like worry about like dressing up in a costume of a different person well, yeah, as a way so, to represent. So much of gay identity is is non visual. Yeah, right. Like we quote unquote pass yeah. as straight guys, depending on context, pretty yeah. regularly. That's a privilege that we have. We've talked about that before. Yeah, for sure. Um, and. Trans people is a little, a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah, and like way more about physical appearance. Yep. Yeah. Um, now that you just pushed, put that chocolate in your mouth, do you want to talk? 
Mmm, chocolate. Okay. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Which one do I want to talk about? Hmm. I have so much to talk about. Ooh. Okay. Um. By the way, reductio ad absurdum. Oh, great. Is a common form of argument which seeks to demonstrate that a statement is true by showing that a false, untenable, or absurd result follows from its denial. Or in turn to demonstrate that a statement is false by showing that a false, untenable, or absurd result follows from its acceptance. So... The idea that, like, is that my story to tell? It's a reductio absurdum, hmm. ad absurdum on my part to say, well, then you can't write about anything. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know what straight male actor would can play gay roles? Hmm. David Tenable. Yeah, absolutely. Is that close enough to Tenant? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you didn't laugh. You didn't guffaw. Nair- <laughs> yeah. Great. Nary a... A chuckle did I hear. Nary. Nary. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about gay romances in literature. Ooh, okay. Yeah, do you know of any examples? Can you think of any? Um, well, I read this book, uh, and I forget the name of it and who wrote it, mm-hmm. but it had gay people in it. It's going great, yeah. <laughs> so that's one example. Was it old? No, it's new. Mm, okay. So um, I think his name was like Mike or something. That's a great name for a gay. <laughs> oh, maybe I just said that because I'm looking at you. Yep, could be. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's go with your examples, whatever you have prepared. I'm trying to think, do I know of any other ones? No, I don't think I do. So uh, looking at like super old literature, uh, there's the Iliad, mm-hmm. Homer, mm-hmm. Ancient Greece. Uh, describes Ganymede, a Trojan hero frequently referenced in Greek mythology as, quote, handsomest of mortals whom the gods caught up to pour out drink for Zeus and live amid immortals for his beauty's sake. And then problematically, Zeus turns himself into an eagle and captures the young boy, steals him. That is a problem. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Eagles. Leave young boys alone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the it's pushing this pedophilia thing pederasty anyway oh. that like yeah zeus is like that dude hot i want oh. him and then because he's a god he's like i went and got it i turned into an eagle and i snatched that hot young thing off of the ground yeah. gotcha okay <laughs> um but uh, the mythological relationship between zeus and ganymede was the model for ancient greek pederastia um which is a, a erotic relationships between adult men and and adolescent boys so yeah went all the way back to the Iliad. And then, of course, we have to talk about Sappho of Lesbos. Sure. Yeah. She wrote lots of poems about lady love. Sappho. And sexy time. And 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 lesbians are named for her. Um, wait, is it or the, the island she's island? from? Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find, like, uh, the, the hot... Is there a story there? The hotness. <laughs> the hotness. The hotness? The hotness. The, like, the lady? Yeah. So... Um, one of the poets, uh, one of the poems, Sappho 31, talks about a wedding and she's seeing a bride and groom get married. And then she realizes that she has the hots for the bride. Oh. And the poem goes, your image silences me. My tongue becomes thick. And in my flesh moves an impalpable fire. Uh, and- that was sweet. Except for the blah, 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 blah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But mm, thick tongues. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then last but not least, I did want to talk the most about this book written in 1870 
uh, Bayard Taylor is the author, and he published Joseph and His Friend, A <laughs> Story in Pennsylvania. And it's widely considered to be the first American gay novel. Ooh. Uh, is Joseph that guy who started the whole like Mormon thing? Joseph Smith? Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Absolutely. I didn't know he was super gay. No, his name is Joseph Astor. Joseph oh. Astor is a farmer. And uh, he marries a wealthy woman before falling in love with his close friend. Hmm. Isn't that how it goes? Isn't that how it goes? I mean, that's what that's what happened to me, right? Um, the novel is dedicated to those, quote, who believe in the truth and tenderness of man's love for man, as of man's love for woman. And there's a scene in it where, where Philip, who the fuck is Philip? Is he the friend? Must be the friend. Yeah, <laughs> he's the friend. Anyway, he argues for the rights of people, quote, who cannot shape themselves according to the commonplace pattern of society. Also, Philip. Philip. Did we really have to go with the... Like something so gay. Joseph and Philip. Yeah, you're going to fill up Philip. Oh, God. (laughs) We don't know if he was the bottom. His name is Philip. He's the bottom. Um, Let's see if this can say. This gives me no indication uh, how, like, what role Philip took. Oh, you you were looking at whether Philip was top, bottom, reverse? I was looking for a clue that Mm -hmm. would tell me. Yeah. And I find no clues. Like, his legs were bendy in many which ways. Yeah. Or... He wore too much hair gel. So <laughs> Joseph and his friend, which, and his friend, right? That's like, I think grandparents still refer to boyfriends yeah. as his friend. Yeah. Um, I had family that called Trevor my friend. Oh, like, um, anyway, anyway, it just, uh, it, it's considered by a lot of people to be the first gay American novel. And so it's noteworthy because of that. Um, this says the book was not well received. <laughs> Became the author's least successful and most disliked novel. Is the author gay? Um, that's a great question. Thank you. Um, I don't think so. Hmm. Let's see. Personal life. He married a lady who died of tuberculosis the next year. <laughs> was it? Like gay related tuberculosis. Yeah, like <laughs> she got tuberculosis from the other dude that he was banging. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. He married another lady, mm-hmm. and then they moved to San Francisco. <laughs> this is very gay. mixed. <laughs> this is not helping whatsoever. Yeah, don't don't know, don't okay. know. Um, I was going to like tie it back to my thing of like, if it's a straight dude writing, then yeah, yeah, maybe that's why it's not well received. Well, and there are a lot of literary scholars who don't think that it's actually a gay novel. Like there's nothing explicitly sexual that happens between, between them. And, um, it's just, they could be just real good friends. <laughs> do you think James and the giant peach, do you think James being inside the giant peach is a metaphor for fucking an ass? Yeah, it is. I just figured that out. Absolutely. Ronald Dahl. Roll, Isn't that... Rolled, rolled Dahl? Rolled Dahl? Yeah, I don't think his name is Ronald. But... It's uh, R-O-A-L-D. Oh. D-A-H-L. Dan is shaking his head. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine, Mike. Sorry. Mm, Mr. Dahl. Mr. Dahl. I hate dolls. They're creepy. Anyway. It's not that kind of doll. But still. Great. I'll it's, stop boring everybody with literature. <laughs> okay. Just like we've been, t- we, there's been gay shit in literature forever, gay romance in mm. literature for a long ass time. And um, uh, it's 
just interesting that we've always been around. Yeah. Like, yeah. People if, that say like this new rising ex- fad of like whatever gay. Yeah. Trans, queer shit. Like, yeah. It's like, well, um, speaking of queer shit. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about we're in our episode about romance. Okay. I'm going to tell you the opposite about a romantic. That's tricky. Yeah. You just, I just, you just, it's not opposite day, Kyle. <laughs> it's, I flipped it. Okay. Um, Okay, so... Fe- A-romantic. A-romantic. Not a space romantic. It's all one word. A-romantic. a-romantic. Like asexual. Um, like asexual. Um, or antihistamine. <laughs> <laughs> or a... Yeah. The word a. So a- aromantic. A, a yes. person who does not experience romantic feelings. I was going to ask you if you knew what it meant you say yes and then give that definition <laughs> great okay um a romantic spectrum awareness week is february 17th to 23rd so we are after valentine's day after valentine's so they don't day have to swim up that stream yeah right? you can just ditch all that do whatever you do when you're a romantic i assume it's a lot like everyone else's lives you just are a romantic while you do it yeah um but not celebrate valentine's day or maybe you do so a romantic people still might be in a long-term relationship with someone where they live together, split bills, raise kids. All this that confuses stuff. me. I mean, like they're like, they don't have the feelings, but they have the, like they do the thing anyway. Um, okay. Mr. Married to a woman <laughs> didn't have the feelings, <laughs> but did it anyway. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, No, no, no. Okay. But like, there's a lot of benefit if for, you know, if you want to raise children, you don't have to be like, you don't have to be romantically involved with someone to do that. (laughs) I've seen lots of parents that tell me that's true. (laughs) In fact, having kids makes you a romantic. No, no, no. That's not what we want to say. No. Um, So yeah, you can, there's, uh, you know, a romantic people can be in relationships. They may not experience the romantic feelings. They may be in poly relationships. Like they have all those same options, um, but they just tend not to have those romantic feelings. Um, just because you are a romantic does not mean you are asexual. Um, those are two different things. And the yeah. reason this is, I think, so hard for people to understand is because most people, the gender they are romantically interested in matches with the gender that they are sexually interested in. Yeah. So like to split it apart, a lot of people like don't have to do that. But they are two separate things. A romantic people can be any sexual orientation and asexual people can still have romantic involvement with whoever they want. So two different things, who you fuck, who you hold hands with. Or is it who you want to fuck and who you want to hold hands with? Sure. No, there's a difference, right? Yeah. Speaking of somebody who was married to a woman, (laughs) we banged a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I know, I know. Yes, technically you're right, which is your favorite kind of right. Um, <laughs> other uh, terms that people use, uh, I found this on like the Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week website, um, and it said Arrow. I'd never heard that uh, A-R-O as a shortened version of Aromantic. Okay. I have heard, oh no, this is shit. Uh, now I'm this is shit. This is shit. Gayish. Um, <laughs> asexual. I've heard asexual people call themselves aces. So ace. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I wrote that down under the other term, so I wrote it wrong. But you wouldn't have known that, except I just told... Okay, also, apparently, aerospec means you're somewhere on the aromantic spectrum. Again, I'd not heard that. And there is, like, a list of all these, like, very specific different kinds of things where you can fall on the spectrum. But I hadn't heard of any of them. Mostly... A spectrum. Hmm. I think what we're learning is everything's a spectrum. Not pregnancy. It, well, it's a spectrum of how pregnant you are. You are either pregnant or not pregnant. But you can be like, like a little bit pregnant, or you can be like <laughs> a fat baby pregnant. Great spectrum. Great. It's all about spectrums. Great. My favorite Kia spectrums. Is that a car? I don't know. <laughs> it is. If not by curious, <laughs> definitely a romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the my favorite thing on this website about aromantic spectrum awareness week is <laughs> there's an FAQ, mm-hmm. very helpful. One of the questions: What does romantic attraction feel like? What is romantic attraction? Answer. This is a community of people who largely do not understand romantic attraction. So this is the worst place to turn for a sound definition. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's like, why are you asking us? Yeah. <laughs> Ask literally anyone else and yeah. they can tell you that. Yeah. We do not experience that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I really like, like that. Like going to the AKC and asking like, aren't cats awesome? <laughs> anyway. I would find that hilarious should I know what the AKC is. The American Kennel Club. Oh. Huh. Dog people. They're all dog people. Dogs. I get it. Yeah. Um, and I... I'm really off my game. This not drinking thing is like fucking with me. I'm doing it. Yep. Thank uh, you. Um, <laughs> uh, I once was at a like LGBTQ people meetup and we were, I was talking to this other person and they said that they were asexual and i laughed because i just didn't know i thought that was a joke and i didn't know that was like a thing people identify as yeah so like i feel really bad like i wish i could go back and be like because like to tell someone your sexual orientation and to get laughed at yeah when i figured out that she was being like she was it was a serious thing i was like oh okay like you know i completely changed tunes but i still feel really bad that i did that i mean sometimes i hear people's fetishes and i just like 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 my first instinct is to laugh. What's the funniest fetish you've heard of recently? Uh, uh, there's that dude that's sexually turned on by popping balloons. <gasps> you mean that character in Bob's Burgers? No, this is a real person. Oh, I wonder if he was based on <laughs> the character. I wonder if that real person was based on that character in the cartoon show. <laughs> this real dude's parents were like, I love Bob's Wait Burgers. We're going to make our son into... Really work hard at the popping balloons angle. Yeah, yeah. But only popping balloons porn balloons, not available at birthdays, just <laughs> while they're watching R rated movies. It was a whole ordeal. Yep. 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 Okay. <laughs> what do you want to say now? Oh, done. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was a short one. Feeny. Fin, fin doobie. Yep. Um, yep. My next one's longer. So, okay, great. Brace yourself. Winter. Kyle is coming. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm fucking to do. <laughs> oh. oh, I wonder if your name was Winter. You would get so tired of those jokes. Spell coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk to you about the five love languages. Oh, do you know these? I love the love languages. You, I mean, I 
I know of them. I don't know if I know all of them. Okay. They're, let's let's do that first. Okay. Name them. I, yeah. So as these, soon as I started saying that. The, the, the five love, love languages, uh, how to express heartfelt commitment to your mate. It was written in 1995 by a dude named Gary Chapman and uh, outlines the five different ways to express and experience love or romance. Or romance. So uh, what are the you five? You just did that to tie tie back into our theme romance oh. okay good call um oh also like what i love about this is <laughs> love um what i romance about this is that it's it's like understanding that stop doing that <laughs> mike is like <laughs> like a five-fingered lobster that's like opening and closing all his fingers and there's it's five it's them. very con- i don't like it <laughs> okay, and you I'll just stop. kept doing it and i <laughs> was trying to ignore it and then i couldn't okay um, Gayish. I was trying to ignore it. <laughs> I just couldn't. Syphilis. I was trying to ignore it, <laughs> and it worked. Um, yep. And now I'm fine. Um, so what I like about it is it's like just because you like certain things in a romantic relationship, like you like certain things done to you, does like often people just turn around and do that to the other person, and they're yes. like, "Wait, why didn't you appreciate that?" It's like, yes. well, other people like things that are different than you, so so understanding that and separating it out, I think, is so huge for relationships. Um, Absolutely. But okay, one and, and oh. it's gay-ish. Like these things, I think these things apply regardless of the sexual orientations and genders of the people that are involved. Agreed. Go ahead. A romantic people. You're not listening to this episode anyway. You saw this and you were like, no thanks. Okay, so there is gifts. Yep. Quality time. Yep. Acts of kindness. Acts of generosity. Acts of service. Service. Acts of service, yeah. Which is not what you think it is. Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is like morning butt sex. Is that the fourth one? Yep. No, it's not. That's not um i think that's more of an act of service <laughs> what you're cold winter winter dan dan just reached out and touched kyle on the arm oh oh and oh touched physical touch yeah physical touch that's physical correct. touch from that's dan. four you got one more left um you're doing a great job kyle <laughs> verbal praise Word. uncomfortable verbal praise words of affirmation <laughs> words of affirmation <laughs> yes 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 thanks yes. for those subtle hints dan so it, it's interesting because the, the whole the whole idea is it's receiving gifts quality time words of affirmation acts of service or devotion and physical touch those are the five love languages and mm. everyone has their priority order for those just sort of baked into who they are mm-hmm. and it is highly unlikely that your partner is going to have exactly the same mixture in the same strengths. And the the, the key to good communication... Commu- com- communication? <laughs> what are, the key I'm to having good a stroke. Communication. Yeah. The, the key to having good cum... Unication. Uh, no, the, uh, successful relationships are uh, about figuring out... It's not do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's do unto others as they would have you do unto them. Yeah. And that means understanding their love language and being in touch with your own. Is there a place you can go to take this love languages or, or understand your own personal love languages, Mike? I don't know that I, we can do that, Oh, actually. I mean, it's what? a book. It's a book that's available oh. on Amazon, which like people should check out. There's five, the numeral five, lovelanguages.com. And, uh, so, it, vlovelanguages.com. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're the worst. If you're typing it, you don't have to type the Roman numeral five. You can type V. It's the same thing. But it's the number five. I know. The Arabic numeral five. Type V on your keyboard and you will arrive at the same destination. You only need one V for this and it is not at the beginning. It (laughs) is five lovelanguages.com. You're the worst and I hate you. Okay. (laughs) I mean, you just, again, technically you're right, but it's just the most complex way to say (laughs) vlovelanguages.com. I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate oh, you so I love much. This. I love I'm going to do this. How many? Now. No, not the five-fingered lobster. <laughs> um, so No, really, stop it. Stop it. I will throw tell, this tell bottle the, of wine at you. Tell the listeners it's not vlovelanguages.com. We're in a, we're in a standoff. We're in a V-off right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good episode. Okay, uh, so 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 so. Um, f- first, just w- which one? Which one speaks to you the most? Do you think? I- um, quality time. Quality time. Because I always like other people get all their group of friends all together, and that's satisfactory. But I like the one-on-one time okay. and paying attention, like directly to me, like everything turned off, like TVs, phones cats like well all, everything I, it's amazing that we still hang out <laughs> i am add and that's really hard <laughs> um oh does this also apply to like friendships too i think probably oh it would make sense right oh, okay friendly romance mm-hmm. um and probably like acts of service okay is that true yeah i think so okay what about you um so Dan and I were talking about this a little bit before we we started. Mine is touch. Absolutely 100% for sure. Nipple touch? Well, there's that too, but not, but but uh it was actually a, a big problem for Trevor and I because he is very much an insular person. He neither likes to be touched nor is very expressive with touching people and that was that was a problem for us because with these love languages, if you're not careful, you think that person doesn't love me because they're not doing what you value, mm-hmm. um, but they might be showing you in other ways. Mm. What their love language is just different than yours. And th- so it's not that they don't love you or they're not showing you that they love you. They're just not showing you in a way that you are registering or responding to. And uh, so it, it, it took, it took some, it took some figuring out. Mm. And second would probably be words of affirmation. Hmm. Like I just l- like people saying, Hey, <laughs> well, or a romantic partner, I guess specifically like you're important to me <laughs> Yeah. or I love you or yeah, words of affirmation. Yeah. And I'm real bad at gifts. That's like, it, they're not that important to hmm. me, but I do really like to give them, which hmm. that worked for Trevor and I, because he, he, pretty highly uh, rated that as a sign of affection there's i'm pretty is sure this you, interesting or not interesting uh, yeah yeah okay. yeah i i re- think this stuff is really important to realize about relationships and to make them work and, and i think i've taken a quiz online so you can probably just do a search for them and find who knows an off-brand yeah it really really will be called v love languages because <laughs> they don't have the rights to roman numeral five love languages love languages <laughs> um I said, um, as if I was going to say something else, yeah, but did. I didn't, I don't have anything. I don't think I'm saying anything else. Um, so just 
think about those five things, gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service or devotion, and physical touch, and sort of do an inventory for yourself. Like what, what tells me that I am loved? And then I know you hate this, but say so. Hmm. Tell your person, this is what, this is what I respond to. No, I, I'm, I'm good now at just like being very direct about like, here's what I want. What do you want? Oh, you like that and don't like that. Great. So I'm, I'm into talking about stuff. Great. Yeah. And then, and then ask, ask your person yeah the same thing and then maybe try to adjust the way that you show them based on what their preferences are yeah i think it's also like you know you may think you know what your own are but like you're saying think about them and then when they happen in the moment you know it's not always exactly what you think it is like when you just look at the 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 names of them so yeah like when you come home do you want you know the kitchen to be vacuumed or whatever do you want them to immediately grab you on the cheeks do you want them to say i'm so happy you're home i love you do you want them to be like "Ooh, i got you a diamond ring (laughs) (laughs) or do you want them to be like oh hi you're home let's spend 10 minutes together just talking yeah yeah. Did I give I think you did. Good you examples? Did yeah. Did I did it. I did you all did of them. All the things in one just yeah. scenario. I and if you're, you're the, basically an expert. I'm the expert on the things I talk about. Yep. Um the preeminent expert on love language. Vla- <laughs> um I mean it's going to be like vlax of service. Vifs. <laughs> gifts might have to Vlifts. be vifs. I tried to make gifts and the gifts. I don't think B and G go together. Mm-mm. Okay. Um wait. Are you ready for me to tell you about the best thing ever? I'm I'm on the fence. On the fence? <laughs> yes, of course. The best thing ever hit me. Okay. <laughs> Baby one more time. Um apparently I read I some- swear to God if you say something else, Brittany, and call it the best thing ever, we're gonna have words. Of well, affirmation. Now, <laughs> now I want to say something to hear with no no no. I um I read that someone whoever like wrote that song, like they were trying to say like hit me up or something, but like translated it wrong to English and that's why it's hit me baby one more time. Okay. Who knows if that's true, but the internet says Great. it. Um I mean, yeah, we should do a parody of choke me baby one more time. Mm. And you, you can that's your love language. Yeah, yeah, Choking. yeah. It'll be like choke me, baby. Um, Solid. <laughs> okay, so a lot of you know romance, love, Valentine's Day feelings are stupid. They're besides being horrible <laughs> and very stupid. Um, a lot of it revolves around food. You go out to dinner. You give candy as gifts. You. Felch yogurt out of their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really just thinking about this. <laughs> would you? <laughs> nope. Never mind. We're not gonna go down this. Gogurt would be the real. Sure. That's the okay. Never mind. I just figured out. Yeah. Gogurt is the solution to get it in there. Okay. Um. Did you know some foods can make you gay? No. Especially when you shove gogurt in your ass. <laughs> no, no, no. But there is... Well, you're right that no, they can't. But someone... Um, there's this article or research paper study, quote unquote study, yeah. that Rita Strakasha put out in 2017 um, that hypothesizes mm. that 
the food you eat can make you gay. And we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about, I read all of the paper, Hmm. um, of all the articles I saw about the paper were very upfront pointed out that this is not peer reviewed. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like, as a news outlet, you have to be neutral, but that's their way of saying this is bullshit. I'm wondering if by extension, there's a way that I can make my neighbor gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll tell here's you. A, here's a basket of goodies. What I, what do I put in that basket? Okay, I promise you by the end of this, you will know how to change your or someone else's sexual orientation. Great. Um, this is going to be real exciting. Okay. Yeah. So at the very front, the proposal, the suggestion in this is that they can, uh, Rita, Rita. Rita. Rita can link, it's, it's food and stress are what make people gay food Um, and stress yeah those those two things influence people in a way that okay i don't know great gay yeah um so uh, very frida rita 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 (laughs) um okay quote it is proposed in the i guess i know you didn't research papers you can't say i propose but it is proposed no you propose are currently proposing it is proposed that sexual behavior goes through six stages and see if you, if you, dear listener, follow these six stages in your sexual behavior. One, spontaneous sexual arousal. Yeah, that's fine. Two, attribution of arousal to an emotional cue. What? Whoa, what? You said a bunch of words. I oh. didn't hear them really. Like Two, attribution of arousal to a, an emotional cue. Wait, I got a boner. Why, why is that? Something that happened. Love. Okay, Because something happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, courtship. Four, physical contact okay five stereotypical movements and six orgasm that those are the six stages of sexual behavior like stereotypical movements okay okay mike did the jerking off motion uh no it took a little bit to find in this (laughs) paper that basically like for men she meant thrusting Rita, what are you talking about (laughs) Rita. Stereotypical movement for men, thrusting. You have, you, one must thrust. Is, oh, um, that's not true. I mean, but go ahead. none of, none of this is, but we're going to go on the assumption that all of this is true because it's funny. Okay. So <laughs> she says that diet and stress affect the place in your brain that are responsible for stereotypical movements. And there's like fancy words that she used to describe it. So I'm sure she, I'm, sur- I'm sure she used the right words and then said for ease of reference, I'm going to call this the uh, thrusting center of your brain. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right there. This is gold. Um, yeah. So when the thrusting center of your brain is damaged, something happens to it based on your diet or based on stressors, then Okay, wait, let me... Actually, this is a better example. Masturbating, for example, does not require you to thrust. Right. So, the more you masturbate, the less thrusting. So, then you get into atypical romance, which is like the homosexuality. Gay. So, hers... Jacking off makes you gay. Yes. And she says that, I guess, yeah, like gay people masturbate more. So, ergo... Masturbating makes you gay. Similar, like all of these trains of thought are like very interesting when you like really break down. She has a hundred, no, 317 references in her bibliography. So it's like referencing all these studies. So it's like, but it's just making these ridiculous leaps of anyway. Um, so she talks about like gay people and their eating habits. So all <laughs> of this stuff is, 
I think true. They have more eating disorders, more alcohol intake, um, more sugar sweetened beverages. I didn't know that one, but that's, I mean, I could see that being true. Um, and an imbalanced diet leading towards carbs. Rita. Rita. No, they don't. They do (laughs) not eat more carbs. Uh, That's, that's one I take umbrage with. Mm -hmm. I'm umbering now. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, so all of those things that gay people tend to do affect the their brain and their thrusting centers and and makes it so you don't experience that step in the process making you unusual making you gay one of my favorite things in here is that she references a study by Francis Pottinger and Pottinger Potting sure <laughs> Pottinger Pottinger Harry Potter. Sorry. Harry it's Potter. Harry Potter. Great. Yeah. Okay. Francis Pottinger. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> I forget when this study is, it's like 1817 or like 1942, something like that. Um, Long so time ago. <laughs> in this study with 900 cats, <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there <laughs> Francis Harry Potter got 900 cats. And fed them raw food or cooked food. Mm-hmm. The ones that liked it raw were less likely to be gay. Sorry. <laughs> I just, okay, let me actually. T- the <laughs> This is so stupid. Okay. For the cats that were fed the cooked food, there is evidence that there is a role reversal with female cats that they became the aggressors and male cats became passive and there was increasing abnormal activities between the same sexes. So getting the cooked food turned these cats kind of gay. Okay. Um, And they didn't see those sexual deviations among the raw food cats. You would have thought those that, like prefer it raw would be the gay ones who knew opposite yeah yeah, um yeah yeah. i don't which let this be a lesson to you kids if you cook your food you'll turn into a gay cat (laughs) that's that's the real takeaway the takeaway it's like uh, this is ridiculous okay um almost to the so only a couple more things that i want to share about this um she points out that homosexuality is more frequent in promiscuous primates like the bonobo yeah um I want to bone my bow Mm. in Valentine's day. Um, okay. And hold on. Let me read this. So I know what I'm saying before I say it. Half of this say banana and then say bonobo, banana, bonobo. See the same inflection. Banana, bonobo, banana, bonobo. Am I doing it right? I officially give up. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, Dan. Gayish. I officially give up. (laughs) Okay. Um, most of this I've been kind of on the fly reading. Can you tell? No, you can't because it's perfect. Okay. Homosexuality is more frequent in prison. I already said that. Um, it's proposed to be a byproduct of high sexual desire in promiscuous species. So species with higher sexual desire tend to have more homosexual animals. Therefore, homosexual people have higher sexual desire. They eat more sugar. Sugar increases your sexual desire, so sugar makes you gay. I thought cooking your food made you gay. 
Oh, lots of things can make you gay, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one. And one it made specific... them more passive. Like they're, pass- they're they're passive, but like real turned on. Um, the that, cats. That, the <laughs> that seems like a passive, but like very sexually passive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Aggressively <laughs> sexually passive. <laughs> they're just like bottoms with nine inch hard ons. Like just great. Yeah, but cats. Yeah, all all cats. <laughs> <laughs> the Rita is a cat, actually. Oh, Forgot for to mention. Um, okay, so let me tell you the fix. Okay, she says that only eat raw cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one way to become asexual because no one's gonna fuck you. Just like Alf. <laughs> oh, is he asexual? Yeah. How do you know? I don't know. All he did was eat cats. So. <laughs> Okay, asexual people. Do you eat Do cats? You eat cats? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. No judgment. Um, okay, so in order to change your sexual orientation, what you need to do is induce a temporary hibernation. Oh, because um, because during hibernation, your sexual desire goes down. Boy, does it. Yep. <laughs> Just if you're a hibernating bear, and by that I mean that. N- gay bears that go into hibernation in the winter months when my depression is really shitty i can sleep like 18 hours a day mm-hmm. so like i get it yeah i don't want to bang anything or anyone yeah not even myself <laughs> <laughs> i just want to like bang my bed with my head on the pillow mm-hmm. yeah, right. okay we'll work on that one <laughs> Um, okay, so you're hibernating. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are sleeping around 9.5 hours is like the max that people recommend. Less sunlight. More uh, than nine and a half hours means you're hibernating? Uh, it's like a, like a, as close as we humans can get to hibernating. Don't, I've been hibernating most days since 2009. <laughs> you Wow, you've been deep in hibernation <laughs> since this? Um, I can pick whatever sexuality I want. I mean, okay, well, bring on the cats. Not yet. <laughs> um, so, uh, less sunlight and eat less sugar. Sugar turns you on, so don't. So you want you want oh, less of that. I'm on keto. Is that? I know it's a dumb diet, but is it high sugar or low sugar? No, no carbs. sugar. No oh, sugar. No carbs. Perfect. Get on the keto diet. You're you're. I'll be straight in no time. You're pretty much there. <laughs> so during your hibernation, <laughs> lasting a few weeks or months. You are have this really low sexual interest. So then, when you dehibernate, mm-hmm. which was a, use, a word <laughs> word using that, I love that word. You know, I love dehibernate. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. dehibernate. I think that's just lobernate, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> dehibernate, or is it vhibernate? It's it's is H in a Roman numeral at all? It is today. It is today. The Roman numeral, do the Roman numeral for H and then hibernate. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I think H is just a drunk one. <laughs> I mean, I just got drunk and fell over and now it's an H. Yeah. Romans. I don't know <laughs> what I'm saying anymore. Okay. So then when you dehibernate, this is a time when you can jumpstart a heterosexual relationship. So basically you have to reestablish your, th- what you thrust towards that stimulus of what you thrust towards towards like heterosexual things and that way you connect the emotional cue and thrusting with ladies this is terrible this is is so terrible so i it's one of those things that's like really depressing because 
people actually believe you can change your orientation. And I really, honestly, I think uh, Rita Strakasha is like trying to connect these things because she talks about like conversion therapy. Like here's the results that some people show other people show that it's not good. Like I think she's authentically trying to put together all the available studies, but doesn't realize like half the studies in the LGBT world are shit because (laughs) the people that hate gay people did them. So they're inherently biased. Um, And then that like some leaps that she's taking of like, Oh, you eat more sugar when you're gay. So sugar means like, I mean, what is it? Causation does not imply queer nation yes yes <laughs> okay a queer nation <laughs> i was gonna say correlation does not indicate causation you mm. reverse it i believe mm, no <laughs> you're wrong <laughs> yeah need that microphone dad um correlation does not imply causation yeah yeah so just be yeah it's so all of that is stupid god bless i think her. i don't think she's Oh, what is that quote? Like, don't attribute to malice what you can attribute to stupidity. Yeah. This is, I think, one of those cases. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that has a name, too. Um, Hockham's Razor. No. Joan, John, Jonathan's Razor. No. Hanlon's Razor. Hanlon's Razor. Yes. I can't believe Kyle is so close. The, that was a mean compliment, <laughs> which I appreciate. Um, the only reason I was... I've like was looking that up recently and going to make a joke about never mind. It's it's not fully formed yet. Okay. I need to keep working on well, that. Bake that. Bake it. Um yep, um pull it, it out of the butt oven. <laughs> and then just put serve some it icing up. on it. You got yourself a treat. Carbs. Carbs. Gay. Make you gay. Make you gay. <laughs> gay people, that's the, that's the most problematic part of that. Gay people do not eat carbs. That's why bi people don't eat pie. They're trying to stay bi. Oh, if they eat too many carbs and sweet things, they'd become full on gay. And yep. they want this to exist in the world where they're just attracted to... If I could double my sexual attractions, I would. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely handle the ones you have. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. I can, can, what's like lower than bi? Like y- unisexual? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just. Monosex? Mon- yeah, monosexual. I just, maybe I'm just into my boyfriend. That's it. Great. Okay. Uh, Should we take a break? Oh, wait. You didn't. I only have one thing left in this. Oh, that's the, the, okay. Oh, yeah, then yes. Let's take a break. Let's, Let's take a break. <laughs> But before the break? Before the break, I wanted to mention Seattle has experienced over 20 inches of snowfall so far. Shit. Uh, the Disney episode that uh, I believe Kyle referenced earlier is episode yeah. 49, which featured uh, Doug, Doug and Koviak. Koviak. Yeah. My favorite facts. Uh, pedophiles episode, uh, which Mike, ep- Mike, Mike mentioned was episode 81 for anyone that wants to go back and listen to that. And the Kia Spectra was a compact car produced by Kia Motors between 2000 and 2009. Hmm. Just to clear all that up. Just for those Spectra fans, they got real pissed when he said it was a Spectrum. Yeah. I, I'm I'm on the Kia Spectrum somewhere. Should <laughs> <laughs> we take a break? Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. 
Hey everyone, it's Dick. And Max. The hosts of Off the Cuffs, a kink and BDSM podcast. A podcast for those in the lifestyle and those who are curious about it. Each week we sit down with a different guest to discuss their radioactive spider bite into kink. And it gives everybody a chance to express themselves in matters of sexuality. And a platform in which to express it. It's conversational, it's educational, and it's a lot of fun. More and more people have been reaching out to us telling us what they've learned about themselves just from us sharing our stories with each other every week. So find Off the Cuffs on iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service and follow us on twitter and instagram at ocp kink are we back oh yeah we're back <laughs> we're back i was gonna ask you are we back but that's not how this goes who's back uh we're we're back we're back yeah <laughs> um we are gonna do our gayest and straightest we're gonna do our gayest and straightest but first uh our no you start our website is gayishpodcast. Okay. I was like, why do I not know what to say right now? It's because I don't start this. Okay. <laughs> Our website is gayishpodcast.com. It's so stupid that I don't know what to say if we don't, you know, like when you're playing a piano piece and then you all of a sudden you stop and you don't want to pick it up, like, cause you just, it's like just by. Yeah. Muscle memory is a bitch. Cause if you don't start in the right place, then your muscles don't know where to do it. Um, my sphincter has so many memories. Yeah. <laughs> um, Memories. That's from cats. Uh, cats. Eat one. You'll be straight. <laughs> Only raw. <laughs> um, our uh, we have a Facebook group. Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/gayishpodcast. It is all the buzz in the influential communities of online, and we're at gayishpodcast on Twitter, uh, Facebook page. We have a Facebook page, YouTube, Instagram, and. I think that's all of them and all the and social medias uh our hotline you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855 gayish that's v v i i i v v i v i i i x i v v i i i v 585-542-9474 standard rate supply find your roman numeral phone <laughs> your roman numeral abacus move the rocks of the um our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com yeah um gays and straightest the story gays and straightest you go happy to go great great so the straightest thing about me this week there's snow on the ground mm-hmm. i just like driving all over the place in the jeep mm. just like slush puddles and slippy sliding up the hill and down the hill and all around oh, it's God. like i just it's yes i would be so terrified to drive in this it's so much fun it's terrifying it's so much fun a bus a giant fucking bus with like snow crushing tires that's like like he, they're huge and they had chains around they the put back chains ones on them yeah it couldn't like it couldn't get up one of the hills in Seattle. It was just like spinning and spinning, and it was like if that bus can't do it, y'all other cars are fucked. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it, the bus was maybe empty. I don't know because the weight the, you have to have weight to push the tires but, into the ground to get the traction going. But there's like a bus is like, but that has all the bus part of it yeah. above the tires is the bus. I mean, it's not light, that's for sure. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little, uh, this is, oh, I've just got a little coy and shy and embarrassed. Yeah. The, the gayest thing about me this week is, uh, I, I, I've talked before about the, like, I got a, like one of those, um, feedies. It's a vibrator. Oh, 
it's a it's a vibrating butt plug but it does like all kinds of different patterns and stuff <laughs> okay anyway i've been trying to see if i can have an orgasm without using my hands using that oh and practicing it's been a lot of fun have yeah. yet to achieve it but the fact that i've been like working on it that's have you fun. i mean do you know like where your prostate is no i don't think so like, um the, the like it's generally you like it's fun it's pleasant but like this i keep waiting for the moment where i'm like like the heavens open up and like jizz falls out of the sky <laughs> or something the hallelujah chorus happens and yeah and but that that's never really happened to me um what other people have described is if you were facing a dude and you put your finger in his ass and you w- did like the come here motion mm-hmm, with your finger mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you'd generally be touching their prostate so everyone is like in a little bit different spot but that's the general guidance that you can if you want to find it it feels at first like you have to pee yeah but hang in there <laughs> like that cat on the poster yep hang in there hang in there little guy <laughs> hang in there little guy you'll get your prostate <laughs> orgasm soon um but good for you for trying out things and testing and being yeah. around yeah nice yeah my gayest thing oh okay i've been watching tv okay Ooh. i've been doing what i always do so gay. <laughs> for most of my time there's a show called pen 15 pen pen 15 okay which is like pen is, xv <laughs> go <laughs> sit on your moving vibrator okay. um it is i mean like if you were born in the 80s then this is your show it is like nostalgia city okay pen 15 like we all wrote down because it's like looks like penis Okay, great. Have you not heard that? No. I th- I, yeah, it's like r- a really specific... I think our generation was just making calculators say boobs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we did that too. Sometimes people like figured out how to graph funny things on the graphing calculator. Uh-huh. Like, here's the formula for... Tits. Tits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like these two girls that they play... Like, they are adults that are in junior high or something and play junior high characters and everyone else is an actual junior high character oh wow it's or maybe in there even yeah, or in elementary school something anyway it like i guess any unfortunately any show with like two female leads always turns into a gay thing but like they're like passing notes and talking about the boys they like and talking about their like sexuality it's just like so good but it's, it just feels like a very gay show to be interested in i've also side note been watching you the show you me? on Netflix. I've been watching you. Oh. No, Penn Badgley has been watching me. He's, uh, he's the lead in gossip girl, that guy. And he has like, Oh, he's so hot in this, which is bad because he's the crazy stalker. This, he's stalking you. I wish. A <laughs> <laughs> boy can dream. No, I, this, I don't want to downplay this. Like it's, it's very interesting. Um, anyway, uh oh and he has like a like his nose is like a slope it like it's just like he nose blasting would be his number one Mm -hmm. like most successful yeah way to get me to come yeah okay my straightest thing i think that people who have kleenex are just like showing off (laughs) (laughs) because can't you just use paper towels like the rest of us god no kyle jesus christ or the that's like sandpaper on your nose 
Like, you, I mean, it's not though. It is. Or you can use the toilet paper. Have you never been sick enough to have to use enough facial wipes that you like your nose gets raw and red and disgusting just because of the type of cloth that you're using? No, I'm only beautiful. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean, but like, you can use just be be a man and use toilet paper. Hmm. <laughs> Toilet paper is better think, than paper towels, which is what yeah, I think. Yeah, it's softer. Yeah. yeah. And like you're already there. You can just toss it. It doesn't create new trash because you can chunk it in the toilet. At least get yourself a hanky or something. Jesus. Ew. Handkerchiefs are... They're so weird. I mean... Why? There's all... Do you wash it every day? Like, you can't... It's... I don't like... I mean, I think you wash it when you use it. But then you like put it back in your pocket. I'm not... You've had worse things in your pocket before than your own snot. Yeah. <gasps> I posted this to Instagram. I had no idea what the fuck happened here last night, but I got real drunk. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if it happened last night, but I moved a pile of laundry today mm-hmm. and there was uh, like a quarter of a stick of butter still in a wrapper <laughs> underneath of it all. <laughs> I, po- I posted it to Instagram. I had a dream that I was like, really worried because i ate the rest of the butter <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> there was no more butter because i ate all of it and we didn't have butter yeah <laughs> tragedy butter it makes was a nightmare <laughs> it wasn't well no i think butter was tasty i'm gonna try going home and dipping butter and sugar and just see how it tastes uh <laughs> so that's it uh a special thank you as always to charlie finn for the use of our theme music and thank you to myself yeah for just being really good this episode i think i just knocked it out of the park yeah you know? yeah yeah uh thank you to vrita vrita for just being wackadoo crazy yes <laughs> and to vlovelanguages.com <laughs> and to romans yeah. because your n- numerals are so confusing and, and to sappho of lesbos for writing poetry about lady parts and philip for getting philip <laughs> <laughs> by joseph by joseph his friend smith <laughs> of mormons <laughs> oh god okay uh so this has been gayish i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you see you next week see you next week i love you bye bye and hear me as i will sing hey and bye Bring O P S I'm gay. Wouldn't it be great if companies made like pill advent calendars? <laughs> like like they just they know what you're gonna be on for the next month, so they send it to you just pre all like laid out in a calendar. Mm.